The Lord be with you. A reading from I'm sorry, a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. When Jesus went into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, Who do people say that the Son of Man is? They replied, Some say John the Baptist, others Elijah, still others Jeremiah or one of the prophets. He said to them, But who do you say that I am? Simon Peter said in reply, You are the Christ, the Son of the living God. Jesus said to him in reply, Blessed are you, Simon, son of Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my heavenly Father. And so I say to you, you are Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of the netherworld shall never prevail against it. I will give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Well, good morning. I think right off the question I asked is, how is it possible for two such great men in our church, Peter and Paul, to be in the same solemnity? It just seems like, how could this possibly happen? Um, Well, to answer that, because I went looking for it, uh, tradition has it that they they died on the same day as martyrs, but in different years. And so there was tradition that uh, they were held on the same day. Well, of course, my mind starts going with, uh, and I'm thinking of that line from Psalm 139, All the days ordained for me were written in your book before ever one was lived. So I think of that heavenly planning of the liturgical calendar and what was going to happen on this day. Two of the greatest leaders of the early church would face martyrdom on this day, planned from all eternity. It's just, it's an amazing concept that we would be looking at that. And I think the answer comes back to really unity and humility. We really look at these two great men, but with both readings, where do they end up? It's for the glory of God. It's not them. They enabled and surrendered themselves but it's in humility, in growing closer to Christ, and the unity that they have in that shared desire to be becoming one with Christ and allowing that to happen. That's that common bond. There were some other things that I noticed uh, as we look at these two readings that we have. Both of them have a connection back to the breaking of the bread. Peter, in our first reading, this happened during the Feast of Unleavened Bread, right after the Passover. So it's in the Eucharist, the 
the foundation, the beginnings of the Eucharist, we see that this is all happening to Peter, his rescue from the cell. And then with Paul being poured out like an, a libation. Again, he's, re- he's referring to what Christ is doing in the cup. We have the bread and the cup in these two readings. And we see that imagery. And the other piece that connects us is rescued. We heard rescue in all of the, the uh, first reading, the responsorial psalm, and uh, the, the letter from Timothy. Being rescued. The Lord rescuing them. I think the other thing that really strikes me with these two men is their relationship with Christ. With Peter, it's so apparent through all of the readings that we have in in Scripture about how he came as a fisherman, um, all the difficulties he had with trying to grow closer to even what he was seeing in Jesus. What does it mean to be a Messiah? And we we walk that walk with him to see and grow closer, and we can see elements of our own life, how over many years we grow closer and closer. Paul takes a different journey. His encounter is much different. Uh, it's, it's much more spectacular at the very beginning, but then he has to go through the same trials, and we see in this, in this letter with Timothy, he's run the good race. He's kept the faith. He's grown closer to the Lord. So I I remind you all that my wife and I do marriage prep, and so um, it's a wonderful time where we really get to talk about marital love. And I see this love that these two men have for the Lord. I see so much connection and, and similarity with human love, especially between a husband and wife, but really any description that takes human love really falls short when we think about the relationship that we have with the Lord. It is an encounter. Every relationship that has real love has this encounter and constant growing closer So real love, one of these things we teach in marriage prep is that it's a constant process of willing to love, not just falling onto emotions and and feelings that you have, but it's a constant decision to persevere because of the one you love for their good. And that's what we see with Peter and Paul, this constant connection, this constant striving on both sides, rescuing, coming closer, realizing this is all the message that we should be taking. This is how we grow closer to the Lord. So these two men coming together is really a powerful message for us to see our own relationship Whatever the journey for this encounter that we have with the Lord our whole life long, 
it's a great reminder of how beautiful and how much we have to continue to persevere and make intellectual and uh, decisions that this is where we're to go. Um, I ran across this uh, line from Pope Benedict back in 2009. Um, Faith is above all a personal, intimate encounter with Jesus and to experience his closeness, his friendship, his love. Only in this way does one learn to know him evermore and to love and follow him evermore. And I think this is the final ending that he had. I think it's for us. May this happen to each one of us. May this encounter and love that both Peter and Paul have be what we encounter through everything that we're going through. Um, we come to Mass. We're going to adoration. Uh, we're renewing our love of the Eucharist. All of these encounters and everything we do with the things we have in the world where we're expressing the love that we have for the Lord is helping us to grow in our own relationship with the Lord. Let's stand and offer our petitions. <clears throat>